What's up, everybody? What Welcome that, to the man? Put It in the Books season three, episode oh. number 14. I am Steve. Got Keith to my left. Mr. Rodriguez, right down here. And hello. As I slowly turn my attention to that corner, but my fingers are going all, all cockeyed over here. Joe, producer Joe, we are live. We are talking yeah. Mets. We have no new news on what's going on in baseball in 2020. Uh, <laughs> there's a potential for some things to happen, but we still got some uh, stuff to talk about. We'll take you up till right about 8 o'clock. Uh, and as we typically do here, I'm going to send this over to my buddy Keith to talk about some delicious, delicious coffee in Rodriguez. You mean stone delicious? Stone delicious. What's up, Dom? Dom So, Farachi asked me to slow this down because he has to share out, so I am going to slow this down. I don't remember this saying This segment was brought to you by Stone Delicious IPA. Excuse me. Brooklyn Water Coffee Roastery. <laughs> Maybe From next time. Roastery to your front door. Try all of their delicious flavors now, not later. Not in a little bit, but now. When? Right now. Um, they got a ton of delicious flavors. They Why is he You missed it. He, he said I, I asked him to go slower so I can share. I'm, I'm, I'm up to like 45 groups. Ridiculous. Oh, so should I slow down more? You got more groups going or what? No, you're good. I'm going to brookerwatercoffeeroasters.com. Check them out and use the code stay home right now. If you buy two bags, you get the third bag free. Uh, there's tons of delicious flavors out there. You can try their high caffeinated line. It's 50% more caffeine per whatever serving. Uh, Cinnabuzz, jacked up cupcake, which is what we like to call our friend Rodriguez over here. Um, what's the other? Uh, there's, a, there's another one in that high octane line I can't forget or remember. Morning Wood. Morning Wood's high octane, too? <laughs> anyway. Cinnabuzz. Uh, other flavored coffees. You have uh, Cinnabuzz. That's the one I, I always drink. You have your other flavored coffees, which is uh, roast, uh, dark roast dark chocolate, uh, which is a fine, delicious chocolate-flavored coffee with how many calories, Farachi? Settle. Boom. Um, then there's uh, Winter Wonderland, one of my favorites. Um, there's, a, there's another one out there, too. I forget the name of it. Uh, it's under the regular non-flavored coffees I want to try. Uh, but even their medium roast, uh, which is their hands-down most popular coffee, uh, is amazing. You do not need to get a flavored coffee. However, I highly recommend it, especially if you're doing buy two, get one free. Just give it a shot. Use the code Stay Home from their roaster to your front door, guaranteed to ship within 24 hours of its roasting. Check them out now, www.brookenwatercoffeeroasters.com. Is that good for I want to yeah, see, see Rodriguez's stomach again. Come on, go. Up and down. Let's go. Oh, I missed it? Yeah, there it was, almost. No, no. That, that was a tease, Rodriguez. Uh, 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 okay. It's teasing. All right. So uh, I, I do want to say one thing uh, before we get started. You know how I share these all out. Some, some groups are more asshole-ish than others. Uh, but I will say that the uh, the Mets-Yankees rivalry group, uh, I guess somebody uh, deleted our show two weeks ago, and they were outvoted. They were outvoted by uh, uh, a Yankee fan and two Mets fans saying, it's Mets and Yankees stuff. Let, let, the, show, let the show air. So exactly. we appreciate you guys. Uh, I, I really, really do appreciate that, um, as do respect. my buddies here. Respect. It's respect. Dominic, um, be patient. That's on the agenda. Hey, Joe, how do you spell respect? How do I spell what? Respect. Hurry. Hurry up. This is going to take know, forever. I know. <laughs> I'm, trying to think, I'm trying to think of something pretty, but I'll just go with the reason. You could just simply work hard. You find out what it means to be. It would have worked. <laughs> and funny, you mean, funny you mentioned respect, but we're, we're going to talk about uh, somebody potentially being disrespected, uh, one, one former Met. Uh, but 
you know, we do have uh, a couple other things to talk about, um, and we'll get to that now. Uh, Maureen, yes, our, your favorite clowns are here to discuss New York Metropolitan Baseball. Maureen, um, faithful viewer. Like <laughs> Definitely faithful viewer. All right. So, oh, cheers. Oh, it is. This is what I wanted to say, and this is this is for you, Tim. I don't see you out there yet, but happy birthday to the Macho Man, Randy Savage. Today has would have been his. I don't know how many how many how old he was uh, birthday, but happy birthday to Mach. And happy birthday! Thank you for reminding me to Israel. Yeah. There you go. All right, Tim. Tim is here. Uh, Unity for New York and for baseball in New York. All right. So we don't have uh, much in the way of news for 2020 baseball. It seems as though much, uh, much has uh, stayed the same, um, with the exception of the owners potentially stepping back from that uh, revenue sharing thing that the players were going to hate. So that might not happen. So that might be, you know, a nudge in, in the right direction. Um, and still waiting to hear back on, you know, like the what was um, what's that loser pitcher that left us to go to the Phillies? It's not important. Uh, you know, he's he 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 said he he might not play if you know if if the if uh, baseball play um, does have a season this year. Why you can't throw seventy mile an hour fastballs anymore? <laughs> no, Tim. Tim is correcting me. Today was not his birthday, Macho Man. It's the anniversary of his death. Are you My bad. Loser. Yep. To, to the Macho Man. Was up your ass. To the Macho Man. Oh yeah. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? <laughs> All right. So we won't talk uh, much more about that, uh, but we will talk about this. Anybody have any interest in bringing Big Sexy back? Everybody does. I'm bringing just JT, Justin find, Timberlake said it best. Find me one person that's opposed to bringing Big Sexy back. Find them because you won't. Everybody I did, wants Big Sexy back. I did find one, and 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 it was somebody who said, uh, you know, the old old guy shouldn't take up a, a roster spot for one of the young guys. And my 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 response to that was, I'd rather I you know if you know throw Bartolo out there for an inning here and there, I'd rather him than you know some you know for reaching for you know a double A guy or, or whatnot. But I know he's forty six. Oh, 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 Bohan with the I'm that person. I'd like to hear why, Tom. Tom, I'd like to hear why. Oh, it was Tom. I'd like to hear. I'd like to hear why you shouldn't bring Big Sexy back. Call in, Steve. Give him the number to call in on. Come on. Well, the call in's still not working, but I could get him, Tom. If if you want, uh, just let me know in, in the in the in the comments here. If you want to join us via video, uh, we 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 can make that happen. If not, yeah, you know, he he just said he he spent uh, you know forty six. Um. Uh, Joe, yeah, if you uh, to be on video. You can close your video, and we can still hear your audio. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Also, you don't need you don't need to be on uh, on video. That's a very good point, Keith. I appreciate you uh, you doing that. All right, Tom. Tom says sure. Uh, so I'll 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 give you the link here, Tom. Um, so while he's giving Tom the link, I'll just say real quick that uh, you know with the shortened proposed shortened season and the whole infrastructure, how they're looking to do the 2020 season if it takes place. They're going to do expanded rosters. I don't see where including Bartolo in that expanded roster and it as a backup to the rest of the team can hurt. We will use him. We will need him. It's a brilliant idea. His you cannot overstate his clubhouse presence. <clears throat> right, his, look, at, right. Look at what he said. He said the best organization, and he played for 10 of them, from the kitchen staff right, to John. the old, You know? I mean yeah, – exactly. He said the fans are the best in baseball. He would truly bring a, a, a great presence to the clubhouse. You cannot. That alone is worth a reach around. And Janet have said it best. Bring him back. Maybe he'll hit another homer. <laughs> the impossible will happen again. The impossible has happened. All right. Uh, I, ju I just sent uh, Tom the link. So, Tom, uh, oh, Tom if you want up, Join us, and like uh, Keith said, you can either be on video or you don't have to be on video. You can just yeah, uh, that's voice. A no um, I, I've met fewer 
true Met historians than Tom. He is truly a Met historian. I would love to hear his input on this. Bring it on, Tom. I'd love to hear from you, bro. Yeah, for sure. I mean, j- just yeah, like for for uh, clearly, Cologne had the most amount of fun he's ever had at, in in a Mets uniform. Um, or yep. you know, he he, you don't see him. I, uh, Tom, I sent it to you on Facebook Messenger. Um, you don't see him uh, going out there uh, working out in at wherever in an Indians jersey or uh, Rangers jersey or wherever the. 15 other teams that he played for it's always in, in Mets gear you know uh, I mean that's that's the the guy I, who was in the dugout shaking his belly I, I think he became a man <laughs> his life you know where he just like he started being more happy with who he is um and the Mets fans completely embraced him and all that was just a um a mixture of his enchantment with being a Met you know it's pretty cool uh, Rodriguez, what you think? Um, I think if if he can still pitch the way he used to pitch before, which basically coming in on the corners, nice, fast, 85, 88, in and out, slow and fast, very good control, very calm demeanor, never got flustered. I think he could come in and, and fill in an inning or two every once in a bit. You know, if it doesn't hurt us on the roster, which it shouldn't if they're going to have uh, a 30 man roster, you know. I mean, how many right. of our young guys are ready to come pitch in the majors? It doesn't matter if they're not ready, why bring them up just to give them some exposure? No, you could kill the kid's confidence if he's not ready. You got to make sure you got you have guys that are ready. And Cologne, you know, he comes ready, he comes in, pitches. If he pitches well, you keep him on the roster. If he doesn't pitch well, he's well, he's a guy that'll go like, Hey, you know what? I gave it the old college try, I didn't have it anymore. Let me just go. And you can probably make some kind of arrangement like that with the guy. But and he's a guy that can, know, he's a guy that can come into spring training at, at 280, and you'll be like, oh, Bartolo came in good shape this year. And he can always pinch yeah. it. He's just a pitcher. It. He's Let, just a pitcher. He's the only bring, like, was, there bring, anything, uh, was there anything as entertaining as watching Bartolo hit? How many times did he lose his helmet? That helmet. Ah, that helmet. <laughs> Come on, screwed himself into the ground. Absolutely. All right, let, let's let's bring Tom on. Tom, welcome to the show, my friend. Tom, welcome, bro. Hey, hey guys, listen. If I want to show any uh, proof to you guys about my Mets uh, bona fides, I'd like you to see uh, about four years ago the uh, Atlanta Braves had a Bartolo night, and the couple of weeks before they cut him. And my son took the uh, took the bobblehead and turned him into a New York Mets Bartolo Colon. That's amazing. Nice. <laughs> nice. I mean, my son's got a lot of accomplishments. So probably his greatest accomplishment in life. Listen, your son is. I love, I love Bartolo. I love Bartolo. I love Big Sexy. It's over. He, he can't throw to major league hitters. I mean, I I love the. So? Uh, 260-pound Bartolo thrown to the guys down in the Dominican. Uh, he has enough left in the tank. He's got so much pitching savvy. But but no, we, we need to bring a guy who's up from AAA, AA, who can help the team. That's what we need now. This is, I'd love to win a cheap title this year. I'll fight you if you tell me the Mets winning this year wouldn't be legit. But I'll Exactly. You, let's bring some young guys up. Let's you know run with the uh, run with the older guys, mm-hmm. and let's see if we can win a title this year and set us up for 21, 22, 23. There's a lot of talent on this team. Love McNeil. I think that uh, Alonzo is going to be the big slugger in the National League for the next ten years. Let's not overstate this. And Jacob, Jacob's looking a little bit Tom Severish. Hate to give him too much on his back, but boy. He is something. So, Tom, first, let me just say, so grateful you're on the show. Thanks for joining us, man. Um, and I, I, I think you might be talking some sense into me. You make me question myself, but not doubt myself <laughs> quite yet. <laughs> you, you know right, what? Man, there there, there were many instances. I love Bartolo. And him, put a, sliding him in that extra roster spot that they're allowing us this year, if the season continues, sounds so sexy. No pun intended. Well, a lot of pun intended. But you're right. Pulling up a, a you know a, a hot arm 
a kid who's trying to prove himself, who can sling 99 and throw a hot slider instead of some crafty old veteran who's 46, who will probably get pinged a whole bunch, is probably the better idea. But, I, you know, it's, it sounds so sexy bringing big sexy into those extra roster spots. But you're, I agree. You're right. You make valid, valid points. Keith, Keith, let me I tell mean, you it's like if you were, you know, I'm a Giants fan as well. Do you really want Eli to show up in week eight next? Uh, no, right. But it's sexy, <laughs> right? <laughs> Nostalgia. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, you'd love to see your, uh, would love to have seen Straw do another turn with the Mets and bring that sweet swing back. But ultimately, you know, does it make a difference? This is a good young team with a lot of potential. Uh, I don't want to take any innings away from some of the young talent. Listen, I know uh, Sister uh, Syndergaard being out hurts the team. Mm-hmm. I'd like to rather see another young gun out there throwing those innings. That's all I'm saying. Can argue love, with that. Love big sexy, though. Love big sexy. Yeah. Cheers, Tom. That 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 really good take. Joe Joe's trying to get. Yeah, I can't even tell you how many times I had a hundred percent firm opinion of something and then would have a five yes, with Tom and yeah. I'd be like, God damn it, man, you're right. Yeah, no, he's <laughs> he just put me there, Joe. I'm with you. <laughs> she doesn't realize I'm on a major broadcast. Major, like <laughs> you don't get much more major than this. Come on, hey, look, Tom, Tom, but before you go, uh, we we did a, a segment last week where we did the um, what would we call it? The or two weeks ago, Mount Rushmore of Mets. Mount Rushmore, yeah. Who's your Mount Rushmore uh, of Mets? Okay, I would tell you that uh, Seaver, without a doubt. Uh, you got to then put. Uh, uh, Piazza there, our other Hall of Famer. You can't not do that. I'm going to leave. I'm probably going to go with Straw over Gooden. I know that's controversial, and I know people like David Wright, but Straw had better years with the Mets than David. I'm going to leave a spot for Jacob on uh, my fourth spot. Oh, wow. Controversial. It's hard. It's can't hard. Go, right? No, can't you can't go wrong. wrong. No. You can't go Stop wrong with right. that. Yeah. Yeah, solid. Hey, Tom, we appreciate you you joining us. Hey, guys, thanks a lot. I got to run now, but uh, great talking to you guys. I've watched your show before. Joey, I hope everything's down uh, down in Boca's doing well. Good to talk to you, Good Tom. Job. Pat, you, you and your, your son had a health scare. How's he doing? Yeah, no, he's doing great. Thanks for asking. He's doing 100%. He's real good now. Thank you. Good job. I've been, I've been uh, praying for him, and I'm glad glad to hear that. Listen, can't Tom. wait to see the games back on, even uh, even with yes. empty stadiums, and maybe some uh, what sex spots like they're doing over in uh, Korea. <laughs> <He's>... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, take it easy, Tom. Tom we appreciate it. Take, take care, Tom. That was cool. Uh, you're yeah, talking about hurt. the this, the sex dolls that they're putting in the stands in in yeah. Korea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what broadcast was he on? Was he pulling a leg? Is he actually on a broadcast? I mean, he no, was like, he was talking about us. He, yeah, he, 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 he was telling his wife that he was on an important show right now. Important yeah, broadcast. I mean, I've never he, met someone with as much met knowledge. I mean, we could have a conversation for 10 minutes and it would always amaze me the depth of the knowledge. He would remember games from. 75 that this happened and this happened i'm like oh my god i thought i was a met i'll I'll tell you what he's right that whole sexy thing and you know what he's got a great point he's got great argument he's right as much as our emotion says we'd love to have big sexy back because he would be great great in the clubhouse and great for the fans He's right. We're probably better off with a young arm, giving a young arm a couple of innings. Especially know? with right. that we have on a team by wasted by pulling somebody in that's probably not going to support it to the maximum level. Yeah, I, I just I, I think it boils down to who who would that other roster spot go to? Is Bartolo against who? You know, and, and then 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 you see what what you got. If it's uh, I, I I still lean I if he can do it. And that's up to our coaches to decide. I still lean towards the towards having that vet come in in the in the in the playoffs and down the stretch run and whatnot. Um, but you know we'll we'll see. Um, 
Here's here's something I want to talk about. I just just saw this uh, a little while ago, and it's funny. We were talking about this, um, you know, guys who left New York, and what do we think about it? So, turns out uh, they did an interview on the fan. I think it was with Strawberry. So Daryl Strawberry says he he now wishes he never would have left the Mets. Uh, yep. here and and here here's a couple of quotes from it. It was heartbreaking for me to leave New York. I was so used to Mets fans and what Mets fans were all about, becoming a free agent. You let a player get down the free agent market and test the free agent market, he's gonna test it. I don't want to get to that place, but I got to that place and was very sad in the fact that I had to leave New York. Uh, and then he goes on to say the fans are so different in New York than LA. LA fans come late, leave early. New York fans come early and never leave. They wait until the end of the game, whether you win or lose, and I was used to that. It was different in California because it was kind of laid back. Nothing against the Dodgers or their fans, just a little bit more laid back. He was used to the more aggressive fans. But I I, I pause for a second when he says the fact I had to leave New York. Could have stayed with the Mets for a year less. Same money. Same money was offered. There we go. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Sorry, my big boy got excited. Oh, and the other big boy left. All right. So, so what do you guys say about Strawberry saying I had to leave New York? I and I know people will oh, uh, people BS, regret BS BS BS. Sorry, I was yeah. breaking out the peanut butter. The dog was coming over here too. I had to. <laughs> no, you know what? That's a BS excuse. BS. You know yeah. what? If it's about, don't lie to us, Straw. I mean, it was about the money. You know what? You could always have stayed in New York. You know, it's don't. You could try to re rewrite history, but he's from LA. Way, you have control over your own destiny. And no, but for us, for him to say 30 years later, I wish I would have stayed in New York. It was a bad circumstance. And I had, had to leave. To yeah. No, 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 no. That's the That's part that hurts me a little bit. I first came out last time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Keith, I don't know if you heard, uh, I don't know if you, if that's when you fell off, but. Um, the, the, you know, the part where he said he was very saddened about the fact that he had to leave New York. Remember, yeah, it was I the my okay. video dropped probably on purpose. Uh, I don't know what had to make him leave New York. Um, I, I don't quite recall the circumstances if we didn't offer him anything. Well, uh, we, we offered the Mets offered him four years, they offered him five years, same amount of money so per year. Yeah, yeah, I would have been, I would have, I would feel more comfortable not that i have to feel comfortable about this but i would feel so, better about this if he would have just said what rodriguez said that's my hometown i want to go play in front of my fans and then like given that it's his hometown he he knew ahead of time that you know he played in New York. about it he, if, if you, i mean he knew it we, we would all respect yes. it, every one of us you but, know what? and then that's that other part right and then the other part where he says you know the, the la fans are different you know that you grew up there. You played in front of New York fans. You were in the stands at Dodger Stadium, so you know that already. So that's another BS excuse. I, I, well, I, I you know, I don't buy it. Plus, the I, I, I think it has a lot. I think it has a lot. When he gave the interview, the odds that he was high are like seventy-five percent. So, <laughs> unfortunately. Well, now yeah. he's right, but back then, wow! You know, I, I think uh, his, yeah, I think his uh, decision had a lot to do with his addiction. He's going to go back home. He's going to go where he's comfortable. He's got to know where the connections are, where the hookups where are. Not that he didn't know here, but you know, it's yeah. it's kind of like when you're in a desperate or a low place, you want to kind of go home where things are familiar. And I think that had a lot to do with it because he was in a really bad addiction spot. I mean, I don't think he was full through his first full year where he had to go to rehab over there. Um, you know, and I don't quite understand what that kind of addiction is. I don't want to understand, 
but I do know it's serious. And I, I, I would like to think that a lot of his decision-making was attributed to that addiction. And now that he's a little more clear-headed, he's saying, you know, in hindsight, which is always 2020, blah, 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 as I always say, but yeah. in hindsight, maybe I would have been better suited staying where I was. But, you know, his addiction will follow him wherever he is because his addiction is his personal issue. It's not a, a, it's not a geographical issue. So he can say whatever he wants. Like Joe said, it's, it's something that he had to figure out about himself, not where he is, whether it's the Mets, Dodgers. He probably would have ended up in rehab if he stayed with the Mets. So kudos to the Mets to not giving him that fifth year. But, <laughs> you know, hey, I mean, I love Daryl, and I'm glad he's good now. I'm glad he sorted himself out eventually. Uh, I think a little better than Doc did. Doc still seems to have some kind of struggles if you look at him. Yeah, it does, right? Rodriguez, and it makes me sad, you know, because I, I know it's it's not always a it, – it's 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 a struggle, right? So I hope – It's not a personal be, choice. It's, it's not a personal choice. Not always, you right? Know? Not, not now. Not at this stage. Now it's just it's the sad. addiction that doesn't let yeah. go. Yeah. I mean, Doc was so polarizing when he was in New York. How many Met players? How many baseball players had their own building <laughs> with an entire side of the building mural? Pretty much that whole building. Right. You know. So he was so polarizing. He and he was when Doc was on the mound. If you were alive back then and you knew Doc was on a mound, you were glued to the TV or you were trying to get those tickets. And you didn't care where you sat because you wanted to be there, but you wanted to witness Doc pitching. He was amazing. And, you know, he, he had those personal struggles and it, it killed him. It's not about us, you know, because it's about him and his struggles, but it is what it is. Daryl was able to get through it. He's a little bit better on the other side. Um, and maybe he's having a little more clarity. Well, look, but I mean, you know, as people, they had a really rough, they've had a really rough life as people, as fans, yeah. you know, for our team, we don't want them back on the team, you know? Right. I, I don't no. want to hear your excuses. I mean, I, I just say I went there for the money. I wanted to play in front of my hometown. That was it. Right. You know, just, and then you realize how good you had it, how much your hometown sucked. Which also means that strawberry, <laughs> strawberry didn't know. Even he doesn't know his his own you know fans in, in New Yorkers. We want to we want to hear the real part of this. We don't want to hear. Oh, I I had to go and nice I didn't know you. the fans were different. But it, I mean, I, yeah. And then you know Dwight Dwight Doctor K is a good hitter too. You know, no pun intended there. Um, but you know what we did not do last week. <laughs> we, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, we did not do. Uh, we had it, but we uh, we went long last week, and uh, we did not do our. And now it's time for the Mets moment of the week. Moment of the week oh. last week was actually brought to you by Mr. Rodriguez. So now we we have to move. You know, Joe has his. We'll move that to next week. But uh, Mr. Rodriguez, and it is just like. The thing that we think about every single time we just close our eyes as Mets fans. And it's phenomenal. Isn't it? It's great. Let's get to it. Okay. Why why don't we? I think I could do I'm gonna, this. I'm going to Are you going to shed a tear? I would hope so. <laughs> you gave it to me. <laughs> I just had another beer delivered to me before this started. Oh, you, you just say beer me. Throw the hand up. I just, my door like, just uh, opened and hand came through. It was a pretty no, no, no. I want to see like when, when Rodriguez throws you the coffee. I want to see the 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 beer get tossed to you. Well, Rodriguez is a pitcher, so you only throw strikes. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, let's uh, let me get this I'm banner. Out. Go, baby. Uh, I'm not emotionally oh, ready for this. What do you mean? <laughs> All right. And it's going to happen again this year, and just not in the same fashion. Here we go, people. The cry. New York Mets moment of the week. Go. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Let's see the perfect pour here, Keith. On air, live, perfect pour. Little blue at the top. Little blue at the top is perfect. Little heady, you know. 
Joe, did you go off camera because you don't want to see anybody? You want everybody to see you cry? <laughs> All right, here we go. When everybody didn't see me to smoke a cigarette. <laughs> ah, it's okay. We're not advertising. Here we go. Oh, five in a delirious 10th inning. Can you believe this ball game is shame? Oh, brother. Three and two to Mookie Wilson. If one picture is worth a thousand words, you have seen about a million words. Oh, but more than that, you have seen an absolutely bizarre finish to game six of the 1986 World Series. The Mets are not only alive, they are well. And the pitch by Stanley, and a ground ball, trickling, it is a fair ball, six by Buckner, down the third night, the Mets will win the ball game, the Mets win, they win. Unbelievable, the Red Sox in stunned disbelief, a slow ground ball went right through the legs of Buckner, down the right field line, the Mets have won the ball game, three runs in the bottom half of the 10th inning. Cry, bitch, cry. Oh, Tears of joy. Man. Tears of oh, joy, baby. Oh, the Vince Scully call. Oh, man. Woo, Come on. We had, we had Come Scully. On. We had oh. um, Murphy. Uh, Murphy. Murph. And we Sorry, had, uh, we had uh, what's his name? Career-wise, is probably better, but that call, Murph, is better. Kiner? Uh, Kiner? No, no, no. The other guy was... Um, the one that said the uh, Red Sox were in stunned disbelief. That's uh, Gary Thorne. He did that. That was that was him. Oh. I think the I radio. Gary 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 Cohen. <laughs> Gary, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was 1986 uh, against uh, the Red Sox. Screw you, Red that's, Sox. That's that's actually. Great. Screw yeah, you. I I think I did. I have the picture of Buckner and Wilson autographed. Poor poor Buckner, just uh, for years and poor years. Buckner, my ass. He made a career <laughs> out of that play. He, <laughs> he made a, a living out of that play. I mean, he no, made buddy. a career out of that play. That's what I, he made a great baseball career, but he made a living out of that play. For another twenty years. That's all anybody knows. Like for all this time a after, you could poll people. They they don't know anything about Buckner's about career, which <laughs> they don't know anything about how Bill Buckner played as a player. He's a poll expert, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> He's like a pesky uh, little bastard. He rides poles. So, uh, uh, just a couple of comments from Tim here, uh, talking about the new stadiums. <laughs> new York fans still get there early, but don't get their seats till the third inning, fourth inning, because of the fancy lounges and bars. Uh, maybe no, had no. to stop, stop. I disagree with you, Tim. I disagree with you 100%. The fans are still in their asses are in the seats before that first pitch. It's all the executives and the fat cats in the lowest section. They're all back at the bar and in the lounge hanging out, and that's why you see empty seats behind home plate for the first two innings. The real fans are in their seats before the game starts. The craziness going on in my house. <laughs> <laughs> it's hysterical. They're celebrating the Mets. Yeah, um, it's just my yeah, family. yeah. The, the the real fans are in are butterns. If I if I'm not sitting down by first pitch, I get really annoyed. I get really, I'm, I'm like rushing. That's why going to games down here is all good because you just get there five minutes till first pitch. You go get your food, your beer, and you're at your seat at uh, you know before game time. Hey, nobody in the lines. No hitter. <laughs> yes. Uh, Tim also says had to go by Strawberry was code for get away from New York City nightlife or his wife will kill him. Uh, and then oh, his aunt was there at the '86 uh, game six. I like it. Look at a lot. You'd hardly believe Tim was a Yankee fan. Remember that fan when we were at that Marlins game? And I kept yelling at the guy's throwing no hitter, and the guy was telling me, shut up. And I went, make me. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then he looked over at you and was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> but 
you know, just to repeat, you know, Keith, Keith at that game, this young, this kid was throwing a no hitter against the Mets in the sixth inning, and Keith is just like screaming, "You're throwing no hitter!" And, and you know, six thousand people. There's six thousand people at the game, and the whole stadium heard us. Deep center field, they heard him in the Clevelander, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm from New York. I'm from Woodside, New York. When I yell, you know I'm talking, just like the roof, most New Yorkers. The roof is so, closed and it's just echoing throughout the park. It was, it was, yeah, it was pretty, we, pretty we damn good. Here, All right, like, shut up. <laughs> hey, That's cheers to the 1986 New York Metropolitans. Let's go. Cheers. I remember watching it with my father. That was an infamy. Actually, before that play, I ran down to the bodega on the corner. I forget what I was going for, but it was probably a snack. Ran down real quick, and they had it on in the bodega. So I watched a half an inning uh, where the Boston batted, and then I ran from the bodega back to my house, and I caught that half half the inning on my TV in my living room with my father. You know, I, I thought Ooh. that in – in nine in not nineteen uh two thousand six, uh I I felt the same vibe as I did rewatching like the the Mets Red Sox game, um because the Cardinals scored in the top of the ninth, the Mets are loading up the bases, and uh, let's talk about our next subject now. Um, yeah, no, move on, move on, move I, on. I did look, bam. Uh, Why are we talking about right. walking winning run? Next subject. <laughs> Ugh. Let's talk Jose Dangerfield. I think you're going to talk uh, to Kenny Rogers. No. Uh, so Rodriguez brought this one up uh, a couple weeks ago. This is one of the things that we did not get to last week. Um, but does Jose Reyes? I don't know why I said almost said Rodriguez. Jose Rodriguez. Does Jose Reyes get the respect? That, I don't know why that happened. Does he get the respect that he deserves as? An all-time Met leader in certain categories. He played alongside best left side of the infield, um, Reyes and 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 right, um, like vacuums on that side. Don't hit the ball on that side. Um, stolen bases, batting title. Um, does does do you guys think that he gets the respect that he ultimately should get as a baseball player? All right. I'll just say real quick, hands down, Mets best all time shortstop. I think that's you can't dispute that. And I think Ordonez. Okay. Ordonez with the glove for a couple of years, nobody was better. As a Met, uh, as a shortstop in their career, nobody is even close. Not even the same atmosphere, stratosphere, galaxy as Reyes. Nobody, I mean, you know, there's some iconic Met shortstop, but nobody compares to Reyes. I know he does not get the respect. People overlook him so much. Everybody wants to talk about Strawberry, Gooden, this guy, even the, the Mount Rushmore five. Did anybody even mention Reyes? No. Um, but, okay, and let's look back. I didn't either, and I'm guilty of it, but I'm saying let's look back. Is he deserving of even a consideration of that position? No. Consideration, yes. Listen, Arreyes, in his prime, right before he left the Mets, Reyes was an unstoppable force on the base paths, over 300 hitter. He developed some pop. He was go. He was oh, basically a gold glove infielder because Clutch. he had moved to both sides with a gun. All right? This guy in his prime might have been – could be in the top three Mets – Baseball players of all time, talent-wise, if you really think about everything he contributed in the season, you know, and that's what I think. I don't think. Think about his game, Joe. Think about not even. Let's just let's just say the guy stole bases, played great defense, hit for average, started hitting for power. Okay, and this was for a couple of years. Then he ended up going to the Marlins. He left us for four years. We missed the. We we got off. You know, we lost some good stats from that guy as a Met. You know, could have been that, another, that one. I'm not even upset about. Yeah, three, I'm two, not, three hundred stolen bases in those in those three years. I mean, you know, yeah. those four years. You know, two hundred stolen bases. Another another hundred home runs. I mean, yeah. he lost a lot of stats. His he would be really really up there with any Met. 
Maybe you know what it is? Not even we're, we're, the captain. We're Met fans, so yeah. he was hurt. Okay, he played mostly with us. He did have injuries, but mm -hmm. most good players do. Okay, sure. and Met players, when he was hurt. But if you look at what he did for us, I, I'm not saying, Joe, you mm, and I get that. I'm not saying he's top five, but I'm saying he is definitely in the consideration and up for a very considerable argument of that top five category. Uh, I, I don't know about top five, but I go with everything Keith says. Rodriguez, I'm sorry. You're a little bit wrong. Even uh, there's no way he could come close to the top three Mets. I mean, it just, he doesn't. I mean, maybe if he had stayed with the Mets for those prime years. That's what I said. And, the Marlins. <laughs> and oh, that's why I said that, that, okay. that's that the one, <laughs> that's one of those guys that I, I, I don't blame at all. We didn't even offer him a contract. So, well, the Marlins must have offered him a ridiculous contract for Archie. Come on. What, yeah. Was it well, year up your ass millions? I mean, come on. It was, it was, it was way four, four years, right? Was it four? $100 million, $110 million or something like that. It was a lot of money. Yeah. It was a lot of money. I'm going to try to look that up right now. It wasn't, it wasn't yeah, a good, it wasn't a bad decision. It was just a decision. Yeah, no. It was during that downturn with the, the Madoff mm -hmm. stuff. So right. whatever. It, it happened. Whatever. Um, but if you look back, all if you if you go on YouTube and look at Re Jose Reyes' highlights, there, he had some clutch clutch hits oh, amazing there, there was one in particular that, that i always remember from reyes is uh it was like the bottom of the eighth inning and the mets were down by a couple runs and he he go you know he was a bad ball hitter also he, he swing at balls up here and somehow make get a hit he took this curveball from i don't remember who but curveball that almost hit that dirt and he stroked it out for a three-run shot to give the the, the mets the, the lead like I he was a clutch that. yeah and he's a clutch guy i i I, I think the off the off the field stuff kind of plays into this a little bit. That's why I wanted to say at the very beginning, as a baseball player, you know, as a as a Met, uh, I, wow. you, you can't argue with that he he's an he is an all time Met. You know, yeah, maybe I'm not top. Judging him on baseball. Wow. I, I'm not judging yeah. him on the field stuff. This is just it baseball was, to me. Yeah, it was Keith, six. What you got? One hundred and two million. With a seventh year option for twenty two million, guess when we picked them up? Oh my god! But the, the seventh year? Wow! <laughs> yes. What the freaking? Oh, Jack? but wait, wait! I, I don't think we paid that. I, I, I no. Right, I, the, the Colorado. Colorado. Some yeah. of that, but come on, like, we picked him up in his like, ex, and that option was like. I don't know if it was a player option. I got to look that up. Or, or uh, I mean, I would hope it's a player option. I don't know who would pick him up for that at that point. Well, I mean, he I love got, you, but he got off to sure. Toronto anyway. You know, the Marlins did one of their uh, classic patented sell-offs and traded everybody to Toronto. Well, remember, so for the match, you know, he went to Miami. He played 162 games. And he went to Toronto and he played, uh, you know, two years. First year was 93 well, Miami, he played 160 games in Miami. And then he did 93 games in, in Toronto. And then his following year, he did 143 games with a 287 average, um, nine homers, um, and I don't know how many stolen bases, 30 stolen bases. So he had a good year. His on-base percentage was 328. You know, it could be better. Uh, he then was he never had a walker. Year. Remember that? He was never a walker, remember? He 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 was no, he was a swinger. He's a McNeil, <laughs> you know. Then his last that. year in Toronto, he did 143 games, I think, at the end, or somehow he got traded to Colorado. No, his fifth year to Colorado, and then the last year to the Mets. So his sixth year and then seventh year with the Mets. Um, and I think Colorado picked up part of that because he played 60 games with us in 2016. I think it had to do with something with his suspension for domestic abuse. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was it was somewhere something around there. Um, yeah, but then he played two more years with the Mets. He played 145 games in 2017, um, and then 110 in 2018, uh, which was, as we all know, David Wright's retirement year. So um, he played and that's the year that he really kind of fell off, right? The the, the year before at the Mets, he started off short. I mean, how many games short. he played in 2018? 
110. So his total career with the Mets wow. of, his, wow. of his 16 year career, he played 12 with the Mets, 1,365 games. He has a career average of 282, uh, on base percentage career of 334. I think his stolen bases was 408 with the Mets. Yeah, 408 stolen bases with the Mets only. Uh, as a player, it was 517. I think if he would have had a higher on-base percentage, he would have had a much, much better chance of being in my personal Met top three. I mean, 334 for a stolen base guy? Come on. But let's go from 2005 on. 2005, 2006, 2007, 2008, he had those years, games played 161, 153, 160, 159, hits 190, 194, 191, and 204. Stolen That's bases 60, 56, average wow. 273, 300, 280, 297. That's and hold on, 90, 12. Yeah, so I mean, he did a lot of. Um, hold on, hold on. You stopped before the on base, on base percentage. Okay, the on base percentage was not that great. So if we're going to go from that uh -huh. same. Mantra starting in 2005. Yeah, everything. Well, let me finish. 300. <laughs> well, I know, I know, but I like the way he stopped before the OBP because it's like no, yeah, but his base percentage. No, hold on. But he didn't let, know how to correct that because if you listen to the stats, it was actually really good. In 2005, not so much. 300, right? But he went from 350, 300 to 354. Repeated that in 2007 with 354. Uh, 2008, 358. 2009, 355. So he's very consistent. Okay. Okay. And then All if right. you go back to his run scored, which is to me counts a lot, right? For That's over 100, right? Again, 99, 122, 119, 113. It's okay. pretty productive. All right. Yeah. All right. I, I don't what? think there were there were some years that we didn't even score 120 runs for the whole season. This guy's it's like Karachi said, man. He had a habit of swinging the pitches that were three well, feet over the head or in the dirt, you know. At his face. That was really bad at the end of his career. Yeah. It, he was bad at the end doing that. Yeah. The bat speed left him. So he, was, I, he, he didn't have to, he didn't have to, he could compensate for that. So. Right. He, he compensated yeah, he, a lot, right? right? But, he, he had a lot of other talents that compensated for his flaws and at the end of his career his flaws overwhelmed the compensations because of the age what did he hit that the uh, the year he won the batting title what three was it 331 or something like that uh, like, well, the, the only year? guy the only met in history to win the batting title so the year, i just dropped my mouse I thought it might have been higher than that actually. the year he won the batting title when he batted 337, 337. before fast forwarding all the way to and I was just doing that little span. So he's been with the Mets, obviously, a lot longer than that, right? So in 2011, he won the batting title with the New York Mets. He played 126 games. Um, and if you remember, at the end of the year, it was a battle between at-bats. Like, he, he almost did not make the criteria for winning the batting title. He batted 337. And after he batted 337, uh, if you go across the stats a little bit, he only struck out for the whole entire year out of 537 at-bats. 41 times, which okay. is amazing. All right. All right. Uh, there you go. There you go. But he had 43 walks, you know, but still. Uh, he was he had, never he was never a walker, yeah. Yeah, he was never a walker. He had 39 stolen bases. He had 16. Which, is, the, which is what separated him from being on Mount Rushmore. If he was a walker with his stolen base and speed, he would have been on the Mets' Mount Rushmore. He would have been Ricky Henderson territory. Agreed. So there's a lot of things that kept him off it, but can you say he is? If not, it's not a Mount Rushmore. If not Mount Rushmore, then at least a statue. You don't have to carve out the whole part of a Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, right. Okay, I'm okay with that. Okay, I think you can make a strong argument for top five Mets of all time. I don't think he'll make it, but he yeah, may. I don't either. He okay, may. I don't either. I definitely top ten. Definitely yeah. top. High 100%. top ten. Yeah. 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 Uh, Mr. Laris is on. Hello, my son. He says, and George says, oh. Ray is top hey, nine. Bob. 
random number there, but uh, George is right. I'm, I'm with George. George I'm with right. George. Okay, yeah, George is right. Catch any first nine players. Was that Rodriguez? Top nine offensive players in Mets history. Oh yeah, you know his defense was pretty damn sharp too. Uh, but I mean, like if if uh, Joe mentioned that arm. <clears throat> Don't mention Ordonez before. I got to be honest. It was about a two or three year stretch. I have never seen a glove like that in baseball, let alone Mets history. Ordonez, yeah, ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah, it was like a free. Well, ninety six. You got to remember, like the it was opening day. I almost went to that game. Had to skip school, but you know. Uh, But um, it was the game where uh, uh, somebody hit a ball down the left field line. Gilkey threw it in. Ordonez, it was a bad hop. It was raining and nasty. That's probably why I didn't go. And Ordonez picks it up on a hop on the outfield grass and foul ground from his knees. Threw him out throws the guy out at home. And uh, it was it was hey. Howie Rose and Fran Healy doing the call. And Howie Rose was like, uh, Ordonez from his knees, and he got him. And then he looks, turns to oh. Fran and he says, he threw him out from his knees, Fran. <laughs> Jordan and I was not a game. George, a uh, comment to tell you this, if he remembers. We were at a game. There was a slow grounder uh, between first and second. Ordonia's charge from shortstop behind the pitcher, dove in air, oh. barehanded it, threw it to first. Before he even hit the ground, the player was out of first. The guy was like such a marvel defensively, but he was a 200 hitter. You can't survive as it – I mean – and some teams you can if your glove is that good, but then walk, uh, lean into the pitch or something, dude. Because hey, yeah. you know his his that first year he started hitting. I don't. I look up his stats. At the beginning, at the yeah, end. he was like a two eighty hitter. If that guy can hit two eighty with three hundred on base percentage in that glove, Hall of Famer. Like, there's yeah. no like if this guy can hit at this level, like nobody else has said. It was kind of like you know Alonzo sucks at, as a first baseman. So amazing! I've never seen such talent in the field. Never. Even Ozzy Smith. He put Ozzy Smith to shame. But his whole mentality between him sucking at the plate, it kind of started catching up to him, and his gloves started slowing, and that was done for him. You know, like he... In, in, in 1996 or 7, it might have been 7, 97, I, w- I would listen to the fan WFAN probably every time I had the radio on 24 hours. And I remember calling in... Do you guys remember Iron Eagle? Oh, yes. I remember calling into the Iron Eagle show because yep. he was talking about Ordonez versus Jeter. And I remember saying, you're crazy, Ordonez. Ordonez is the guy. Ordonez is the guy you want, you know? <laughs> I remember. I remember, I remember in the uh, um, Subway Series when it first started, Jeter hit a shot over shortstop. Ordonez leaped and caught it out of the air. And me and George were like, Ordonez, baby, the better shortstop in New York. But unfortunately, <laughs> just didn't last. It just yeah, no, it didn't, and he never got on base. That was his problem. Couldn't hit yeah. his weight. Okay, it's when he first came up, played 151 games, batted 257. Then he down to 216. Then he hit 246, and then 258, and then it was done. One 188. and be a starter. Come on, we could hit 188. <laughs> I can lean across the plate and get a 300 B. So, I mean, he was the best I've seen defensively in a Met uniform at shortstop. Reyes is, Reyes is secondary, and then you got Buddy Harrelson. I remember him. But uh, other than that, I, nothing, no one else kind of jumps out at you from shortstop. Come on, Keith Mitchell, baby. Howard Johnson. <laughs> Hojo, uh, actually, Hojo played pretty Hojo well. Was there, Hojo was a third baseman. But we're talking, we're talking shortstops here. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not third baseman. Hojo was a shortstop. Not the, no, he's a third baseman. He didn't have he, he didn't have that not fluid. Yet. Yeah, it's yeah, it's true. He's known as a third baseman, but so yeah. Truth no, I was just messing with you on that. I, you know, Reyes, Hojo, uh, historical Mets players is often overlooked because fifty percent of the game was crap. The other fifty percent of the game was a hundred percent. This is like a definite yogiism, 
fifty percent of the game was that was crap. <laughs> so he just he didn't make the cut, you know. Some you did well there. Uh, Joe wants to know if we play MLB the show. I do, and uh, I'm trying I to catch up. Version. Rodriguez plays the old version. I'm trying to catch up because if I give you what I'm, I'm doing right now, it's like April. Um, and then, oh, this is a little tidbit of information. Uh, Tim Tabala told me today he played, there's a uh, uh, version of the show. It's a, um, I think it's called Road to the Show. It's when you are a minor leaguer and you get drafted and whatnot. And guess who Tim Tabala got drafted by? The Mets. The Mets. The New, New York, York Mets. <laughs> he is. He is. He's a rumble pony. Blue blood was. He's a rumble pony. You know what it is? It's. It was he's a good dark. guy. Listen, you can't say nothing bad about him. Even though he's a. You skin. know what? He really Tim is a good Tabala, guy. Tim Tabala is making me hate Yankee fans a little bit less. I hate to admit it. Tim should have wore this in his draft day. Uh, or you could hate him more like because that. they all should be like Tim Tabala. Tim, I'm going to wear this for you, bud, because you're a Met. Joe, Tim, we appreciate hey, it. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. Joe, just so you know, on Twitter, every night, SNY does a simulated game with the Mets as if they're playing a season, and they often have the Mets announcers calling it. So if you follow SNY on Twitter, the show, you'll enjoy it. They have a blast with that, too. They had McNeil on one night, and he, of course, he came up. He's he's doing part of the broadcast and he hits a home run in the game, and then they, they have that they have that show that Steve Gelbs hosts with with the, with the boys, and I told you guys the other day that Keith Hernandez just I I could I don't know what it just struck me so funny that uh, Gelbs took his hat off and he was like man you know his hair and he was like where'd you get that toupee Walgreens I yeah, just died. <laughs> I like Keith Hernandez. Like that guy is the the best. Like Walgreens. He better not ever leave. Keith Hernandez is all of us, you know. Yeah. Real yeah, quick, he, you know, he, said that best in his peak, best defensive shortstop, better than Ray. Uh, um, Ozzy, I agree with that. My father, real quick, said that best Mets table setter was Ricky. Can't really poker argue. Table. Poker table. But it was a yeah, poker table, too. <laughs> uh, and Joe had said that um, he thinks he, he wants to know if we will get the MLB season started in July. What do you guys think? I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident. Uh, you know, we talked about it a couple times, but I'm pretty confident that come July 4th weekend, because it just makes that impression on July 4th weekend as American baseball apple pie Chevrolet that it comes back on, on July July uh, 4th weekend. It depends on when they report. Yep. Hey, whenever hey, they Joe. report, they give them two weeks. Joe, that's, go yeah, back and all. listen to the last four shows. We've been discussing it a lot. Extensively, <laughs> the last yeah. four shows um, about whether or not there's going to be baseball. Got any more than baseball? Every one of us wants baseball. Every one of us wants. They will try to follow the script of Mike Piazza 9-11 and carry on to the chivalry and the American patriotism and, like Steve said, join around July 4th, All-Star break, and jump into the mix. Trying to ride on the hearts of Americans. And I, I, I think it's I think they they do that, and I think they are on the the grand stage by themselves, baseball, and that's their opportunity to kind of say, look, baseball is cool, baseball is fun. There's no NBA, there's no football going on, there's nothing going on at July Fourth weekend. It, it's, it's, it's Mike, training camps. It's Mike Piazza, oh, it's it's Mike, it's Mike Piazza post nine eleven. Here yeah. we are. The country is desperate. Here right. it is. Exactly. Yeah. Follow the same script. Yep. Joe, Joe, uh, Joe, we appreciate the follow. Uh, let's get into this. It's social media time. Social media time. Let's get to that real quick. Was uh, that your preparation? Like shaking your hat like that? Is that how you prepare? To be pointing that ruined you? <laughs> That's terrible. I'm spent. All right. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, at the PWITB show. 
Uh, Facebook group is the Put in the Book Show by Cine Sports Talk, which it says right down there. Keith, can you point that out for everybody? And and Rodriguez, can you guys that down that banner down there? Thank you, appreciate that. Um, Don't force me around. Don't force me around. I said, can you do me a favor? Don't tell me what to do. YouTube and Snapchat is at Cine Sports Talk. Um, the Facebook fan page is the Put in the Book Show without the by Cine Sports Talk. Joe, what what I I didn't even ask you at the very beginning. What what are you drinking tonight? Take a wild guess. Take a wild guess. Root beer and whiskey. That's right, baby. Screwball. Screwball. Screwball's just so good. I really like screwball, but to me, it's like eating a box of cupcakes. I like one cupcake. Eating 12 cupcakes is like, like I'd rather just have that whiskey where I just pop, you know. Just a bottle. Just do it. Just the whole bottle. Look at that. Look at that. Tommy's still with us. Hey, Tommy, thanks for coming on the oh. show tonight. Man. It was yeah, good we, to talk. Thank you, Tommy. We appreciate that. Um, Joe, thanks for following us. It's a fun yeah. little thing to have uh, to have uh, people join us on video. Absolutely. Yeah, that was a little really bit more. Fun. Keith, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Uh-oh. Oh, I got a fuckata for you. Yes. I got a serious fuckata for you. Joe, you got to angle it. You know, it's angled. It's angled. Keep going. Angled. You'll make adjustments oh. as you get there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> I've had oh. serious issues. Wait, hold on. Before the Fuakata, Tim got promoted to Syracuse. Congratulations, Tim. Oh. He's, with, he's in Syracuse. Hey, Tim, he's playing with Tebow. <laughs> you're on the way to the real team, the blue and orange. Uh. Don't deal with Tebow, and don't forget to get ready to play in the real New York team. Um. So I've been hearing a lot, especially since a lot of this talk has come up since the, about baseball in general coming back. Uh, and this Fakata I've been thinking about all week. Um, you know, the, the, there's a lot of back and forth. So all the people that are fourth, screw you. Um, we, we can't come back. It's not safe. I get it. Listen, I am foremost. I have stayed my ass home to the point where I'm losing my freaking mind. So if you want to talk about safety, I'm all for it. However, we do need to get back to life. And if we're going to start playing games in empty stadiums and start isolating players so they can get in the field, then so be it. Let's get baseball back. Let's get life back. Let's get America back. Let's get some normalcy back. And if that means watching baseball with nobody in the stands and uh, an umpire standing three feet back with a robot ump and everybody playing DH, then let's freaking do it, okay? And all you people out there who say otherwise, fuck a tie. Bam! You got me energized there. Yeah, me too. I'm on board with that, man. That was good. Safety. I, I'm not saying forego safety. safety, but let's do it. Let's 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 get life going. No matter what it takes, let's see some baseball. Let's we do we it. can live and we can we can adapt and we can slowly progress back to where we were, but it doesn't mean we need to completely regress and stay regressed. Stop it. Get over it. And all you people who want to cry. Guess what? This is America. We have freedom. You can stay your ass home. Bye. Let Let's do it. Let's be safe All about it. Uh, you know what? We're gonna stay six feet apart. We'll stay seven feet apart. We won't even go to games. We'll watch it on TV, and we'll sit on couches in opposite rooms. But we will have baseball back in a safe. And they're not telling you to stay away from your family. All right. <laughs> oh, God, well, guys, when can we go to Sharkies? Hold on, guys. When can we go to Sharkies? Well, when we can go to Sharkies, we're gonna listen, live broadcast the game, and it's gonna be a celebration of life and yes. It's gonna be beautiful. Right. And I, I have learned we have vaccine. not to anticipate when can we. More so I can't wait till it's proper too. Because it will be appropriate to do things again. But just wait till it's appropriate. Don't rush things. You're gonna but, try to molest a girl again? Bring right molesting. Wait, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> Bring your baseball back is not inappropriate. It's just a matter of doing it safe, having empty stadiums, isolating players, and stuff like that. It, it's okay. All right, it's okay. We believe you. Let's do it. All right, I'm gonna uh, few, let's do few, it. After them, few comments here. Uh, Tom says baseball will help heal the country as it always has. 
Always Thank has you. wars, uh, attacks. Remember Piazza nine in, in two thousand one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Bill, uh, Mr. Larris says the crack of the bat in an empty ballpark will sound awesome. It will. Amen. When when when, will. when they when Alonzo leans into one in an empty stadium in a dome. It does sound like the like Marlins. Pop, 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 pop. Dropping your. Uh, what? <laughs> oh, you did that on purpose. Okay. Uh, Tim says it's an honor to be promoted to Syracuse, but I will demand a trade if they don't treat me right. And James Bunker, I will not, I will not do this with you on air. You, yeah, you, 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 you were a coward yesterday. I joined the Just Too Sweet show, and you were a coward. Tim said, "Come on." And air your differences, and you are a coward, James Bunker. That's no, true. And James Bunker, you know what? I got a doll for you, a Trump bear, Trumpy bear. Go you can cut the hair adjacent to your nuts if you're not grown up enough to have any hair down there. It's really cool. Oh but he is a Mets fan, you so let's. Coward? Did you say coward? Coward. Coward. Wow. Coward. You, Woo. Yeah, the 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 Pete Alonzo card was was funny. All right, uh, okay, that'll yeah. about do it for us uh, tonight. Uh, we we Three, almost, Roger, kept eight, oh, almost kept up to eight, um, uh, eight o'clock. Love you too, buddy. Uh, Tom says, as George Will said, baseball is a romance. Football is a one night stand. I like that. I like that a lot. That's, I really I really I, like that. I told you, man. Tommy has insight. He does. Beautiful. I'm gonna post. I'm gonna make that my uh my next uh, uh thing on. You're over an hour. You promised under an hour. I did. I did. Yeah. We're at an hour and six minutes. All right, that'll do it for us this week. Hopefully next week we have a little bit more information on what is happening in baseball. If not, we'll make some shit up. Uh, so tomorrow night on in the Cine Sports Talk group, uh, we are going to talk about the Last Dance. We're gonna talk about the Jordan documentary. Uh, Friday is uh, the Jader and Kyle show, uh, and then we just do it again starting next week uh, with a, a full slate of shows. Um, if you missed it um, yesterday, a couple shows, uh, Kiva catches up. I, f I think they did Apocalypto, uh, and uh, Tim and Eric and Bert joined the Just Too Sweet show, and somebody made a special guest appearance to talk about the Undertaker's uh, documentary, which is fantastic and if you are a wrestling fan at all i urge you to search up the dark side of the ring owen hart story it came out last night uh bring a box of tissues with you kleenex whiskey and do your thing it's a it's 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 one of those but uh round robin real quick joe any final thoughts no no it was great great show fun show um, we're all desperate for baseball. Hang on for a little while, a little while more, everybody. It's coming. It's definitely coming. I feel it's coming. We're going to have baseball by July. Stay home, be safe. And, you know, let's go Mets. Let's yep. go Mets. I don't know where Rodriguez went, but I wonder if he has any final thoughts. Keith, we'll skip to you. Uh, everything Joe said, said it beautifully. Um, very eloquent. Uh, do everything right. But don't stop yourself from doing things. Yep. Um, screwball, the whiskey that makes you eloquent. Uh, <laughs> Joe, you need a refill. All right. Um, I do. I do. <laughs> my final thought is let's go, Mets. That's it. Very simple. Let's go, Mets. Let's go. Thanks for joining us. Let's go, Mets. All right, we'll talk to you guys next week. Rodriguez, Rodriguez's final thoughts is Farachi's always right. Later. <laughs>